Hello and welcome to this edition of Fill Up and Feel Good. I'm Cindy Zimmerman. On the phone with me is Tom Slenica, who is Executive Director of the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council. Tom, we've seen a lot of momentum for ethanol in the last couple of weeks after President Bush's State of the Union address. And What are some of the major developments that you've seen that have been particularly gratifying to you? Well, certainly over the last uh, 10 or 15 years, the ethanol industry has been waiting for a series of big events like we've experienced in the last 10 days or so. With President Bush's address to the nation speaking about renewable energies, including ethanol, and then big announcements from automakers like Ford and GM uh, really heightening the awareness of ethanol, Uh, We believe that consumers are now starting to understand what ethanol is and that uh, maybe something that they should consider purchasing. Well, as you said, consumers are, are really hearing a lot about ethanol. It's been all over the news. People are talking about it. People are asking questions. Some of them may be hearing about ethanol for the first time, and they have a lot of questions. What do you think Epic's role is going to be at this point in informing consumers and uh, educating them? Well, we in the industry have to be uh, cautiously optimistic uh, when big news stories like this break. in December, just a few short months ago, our, our consumer research showed that uh, 70% of consumers still didn't know what ethanol was, or if they did, they certainly weren't considering putting it in their vehicle. So we've got a long, long ways to go. But with a platform like uh, President Bush's speech and General Motors' announcement on E85 and Ford as well, uh, we can start to move the needle. We no longer have to tell consumers what ethanol is. We can start to tell them the benefits of why they want, why they should choose this product when they fill up. There may be some concerns uh, even within the industry about how uh, the E85 at rather flex fuel vehicles are being promoted right now. Really lots of publicity from uh, GM and Ford. Do you think maybe there's um, some misunderstanding on the part of consumers that you may want to address on regarding these vehicles? The ethanol industry is at a a very tenuous uh, time uh, from a pricing standpoint and from an availability standpoint, both on E85 and to some degree on E10. With the change that's occurring in the blending from MTBE to ethanol, uh, ethanol is in a very high demand across the country. When demand is high, uh, supplies run tight and prices generally rise. And currently, uh, E85 in most areas is priced above where we would like to see uh, would like to see it, especially in in a time of adoption. It's very important that consumers understand that when they purchase a flex fuel vehicle, that these vehicles run on gasoline, regular gasoline, the same gasoline that they've been purchasing, and E85 when they can find it and when the price is in line with what what they're willing to pay. Now, when we say what they're willing to pay, I think there's a shift that consumers need to be considering. E85, even whenever it's priced equal to unleaded or slightly above, is still giving major benefits uh, to our economy, uh, to the environment, and really it's a great thing for the engine as well. Consumers need to take hold of their own situation and be purchasing ethanol more on its value and less on its price. And now more than ever, they need to be committed uh, to making a change, uh, a change in philosophy as to what fuel they're choosing to put in their vehicles. Right. I see that that momentum, that wave, when you're not just talking about how much it costs, you're talking about 
what it means to our country. And we're so dependent on foreign oil and that ethanol can address that for our, our nation. Without a doubt, E85 will be the fuel of choice as we move into the future. For now, purchase those flex fuel vehicles and make a statement by doing so. Even if the flex fuel isn't available in your local community, it's still worth you taking the time. The vehicles cost little, if any, more. And then you're in a position for for whenever the price does adjust or whenever that station does come to town, you're going to be ready. This is a chicken and egg type of conversation. You've got the ability to to uh, purchase the chicken today, and uh, the ethanol industry will bring you that egg as soon as we possibly can. And, of course, we're talking about E85, but you've got the E10 blends out there that any car can run on. Most consumers need to understand that if they want to, again, make that statement, let the world know that uh, it's time for a change in, in our fuel. They can purchase E10, and it'll run in absolutely every vehicle that came out from a major auto manufacturer. All cars can run E10. You may or may not know that E10 is in your fuel supply. Go into that store where you're purchasing that gas and ask the attendant, does this fuel have E10 in it? And if he says no, tell him, I'm only going to purchase it from stations that do. Well, and that's a good point. And we're also seeing some legislation this year in at least three different states regarding ethanol mandates. I guess I want to ask you, what do you think about that as an industry? Do you think it should be mandated or do you think the consumers and uh, the industry should make that choice? Well, I'm a big proponent for American consumerism driving what ultimately we want as uh, to, to purchase, whether it be in the grocery store or at our gas stations or our health care. The government plays an integral role of getting new industries up and starting, and these type of activities, uh, whether it be promotion or mandate, are critical in in order for industries to get to critical mass in order to provide products at a price point that's in line with what consumers want to pay. Uh, Government activities are crucial, but they are only a floor. And the government will have limited ability to, to direct that. They will be looking for, as does the industry, look for consumers to raise their hand and demand the products that they want, as opposed to having the products placed on the shelves for them. Well, real good point. Now, this week you have been, been on the road to ethanol yourself in actually big oil country um, in Texas. What have you been doing there? In Austin, Texas this week, they have a convention called Road to Renewables. It's really been an amazing uh, couple of days here in Austin. Uh, They've got record numbers of people that have turned out from all walks of life to learn about different types of renewable fuels, whether it be ethanol, E85, E10, or uh, biodiesel, e-diesel, wind power, uh, plug-in vehicles, battery-generated. They've really gone through the gamut. But one one thing does remain consistent, and that is that the vast majority of consumers will have the availability through ethanol uh, to try a renewable fuels. It was stated in one of the speeches today that, that there's a paradigm shift on the way, but it will only occur if consumers reach out and ask for it themselves. Um, Bottom line, Tom, what do you see at this point for the industry? Well, we certainly have a long ways to go in terms of providing the amount of ethanol that that this country uh, needs and at this point in time is requesting. The upside for for this industry is nearly limitless in in the 30-year range. 
there will continue to be a large need for liquid fuels in order for us to transport our goods and services for us to get to work. The, the internal combustion engine is, is going to be here to stay for quite some time, and uh, the ethanol industry is uh, gaining momentum in which to provide the fuel needed to drive those engines. This battle will not come without a few scars. Uh, the oil industry has been there. They've 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 provided us this platform that we're all living on today, and that's a very powerful industry. And uh, I'm quite sure that they're not going to be willing to give those profits up freely. So we have to find a way to work together. And uh, E10 is a perfect way in which we can start to grow into that market and learn how we can work together in a way that keeps profit on on both sides of the fence. And, of course, EPIC is going to continue to provide a role in educating consumers about ethanol. And consumers who want to find out more can go to the EPIC website, which is drivingethanol.org. And for this edition of Fill Up, Feel Good, I'm Cindy Zimmerman reporting.